Creatine, the most researched and proven dietary supplement out there. It is typically used by high-level athletes and gym goers to improve their performance during high-intensity exercise. However, there is new emerging research showing creatine's beneficial effects on mood, cognitive health, and depression. It is a naturally occurring compound made up of three amino acids, arginine, glycine, and methionine. When we exercise, our muscles need energy to contract and move. This energy is provided by a molecule called ATP, adenosine triphosphate. When ATP is used up, it becomes ADP, adenosine diphosphate, which needs to be converted back into ATP in order to continue providing energy and fuel workouts. Creatine helps with this process by donating a phosphate group to ADP, turning it back into ATP, and replenishing the energy stores within our muscles. There are several types of creatine available on the market, including creatine monohydrate, creatine ethyl ester, and creatine hydrochloride. Creatine monohydrate is the most widely studied and used form of creatine, and it has been shown to be effective in improving exercise performance. When selecting a creatine, do not purchase anything except 100% pure creatine monohydrate. It is repeatedly shown in studies to fully saturate the muscle cell, and it is the most cost-effective form of creatine on the market. As I've stated in previous podcasts, the profit margin for supplement companies is very small, so companies try to reinvent the wheel in order to raise their profit margins. When purchasing creatine, it's important to look for a reputable brand that uses high-quality ingredients and has been third-party tested for purity and potency. It's also important to follow the recommended dosage instructions and to stay well hydrated while taking creatine to avoid the potential side effects such as stomach cramps and GI disturbances. If you're a vegetarian or vegan or just eat a very little amount of animal protein, you need to dose your creatine sparingly until you build up a tolerance for it. A typical recommended dose of creatine is 3 to 5 grams daily. You do not need more than that, as this amount is enough to fully saturate your cells and give you the desired impact. However, if you're a first-time creatiner, I strongly recommend that you start with a very small dose of 1 or 2 grams daily and work up to 3 to 5 grams daily. Overall, creatine is a safe and effective supplement for improving exercise performance and general health, and I strongly recommend it if you're an intermediate lifter and have been lifting for a year or longer. Okay, now let's transition to BCAAs, branched chain amino acids. They're a group of three essential amino acids that play a critical role in muscle protein synthesis and energy metabolism. There are three BCAAs, leucine, isoleucine, and valine. They are called branched chain because of their unique molecular structure. BCAAs are considered essential amino acids because the body cannot produce them on its own and they must be obtained through diet or supplementation. Good dietary sources of BCAAs include meat, dairy products, and eggs. BCAA supplements typically come in the form of powder or capsules and are commonly used by athletes and gym goers to improve muscle development, reduce muscle soreness, and improve exercise performance. They are also marketed as a way to prevent muscle breakdown during intense exercise, long durations of fasting, and to speed up recovery after workouts. Some benefits of BCAAs are supported by scientific research. For example, studies show that supplementing with BCAAs before and after exercise increase muscle protein synthesis and reduce muscle damage and soreness. Another study found that BCAAs 
improved exercise performance and reduce fatigue and endurance athletes. However, before you run off and buy a year's supply of VCAAs, there is a huge caveat to note. Complete protein sources, such as whey protein and animal protein, already have a very high proportion of their amino acids coming from BCAAs. This means that if you consume animal-based protein and have a moderate to high protein diet, further supplementing with BCAAs is literally useless. You're buying expensive flavored water. BCAA supplementation has a very limited use for the average person and athletes. Unless you're vegan, there's almost no reason why you should supplement with BCAAs. However, I strongly recommend that vegans supplement with BCAAs. This is because plant-based foods, though complete proteins, have a very low amount of BCAAs as a percentage of their amino acids. This means that muscle protein synthesis, or the muscle building signal, might not be as strong relative to someone consuming a higher quality animal or dairy-based protein. In conclusion, BCAAs are essential amino acids that play a critical role in muscle protein synthesis and energy metabolism. My personal favorite brand to use is ATP Labs. I'll post their website in the show notes for you guys. To note, I have absolutely no affiliation with them whatsoever. Also to note, I am not a medical professional and this podcast is not medical advice. All decisions as to what supplements to take should be made with the instruction of a medical professional or based on one's own personal decisions. Well, boys, girls, they, them, anything in between, after all, I mean, we are in 2023. That's everything about creatine and BCAAs summarized in about 5-10 minutes. Before you sign off, I'm asking for everyone to leave me a 5-star review and share this podcast with at least one friend. It would really help me out. I appreciate all of you listening more than you know, and I'm working around the clock to produce informative, sustainable, and helpful content for all of you. Goodbye for now.